the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week we continue the Rochester Pizza Party in what was supposed to be the final first round matchup. But Rob informed me hours before the episode this is not the final first round matchup. We are going to add a seventh round. First round matchup, Rob. As in most traditional brackets, we wanted that seventh round. Three on one side, four on the other. Keep it uneven, as people like. My, our technology guy's working on something Randy's fiddling with some knobs. Fiddler's and, uh, knob, isn't that a thing? Isn't that Punks and Tony Phil? It could Fiddler's be. Fiddler's knob? Well, he's certainly fiddling that knob. What's going on over here, man? I don't know. I thought you guys would just keep talking and ignore me while I try to fix this. It's kind of distracting. However, if it's not working, we should probably stop, right? Is that better? There you go. Okay. That's what we wanted. And <laughs> we're back. Okay. And we're back. So what do we got tonight? We got Pudgy's Pizza, which had been delayed about six rounds because it was closed one time. We've got... Mozzaroni's. Marvin. Or as my GPS... <laughs> Called it Mazarinus, <laughs> which was very funny to me, alone in my car, laughing out loud. Taking you to Mazarinus. <laughs> it's like, okay. And what was the third one? Guidas. Guidas. Right? The closest to our podcast studio. Closest pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Yes? Nino's. Nino's is pretty even closer. Equidistant. I bet you Nino's is closer. I don't gamble. I once threw a football and hit Nino himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to tried to hit Guida himself, missed him by like do it. thirty yards. A little shy. So now yeah. everybody knows where Rob lives, or at least oh, the no. fifty foot radius. All yeah. of our three listeners, all of whom are close friends <laughs> and Max, will uh, go to track me down. Max is going to be on MapQuest. I talked to Max the other day on the Instagram. Let's get a Max update. <clears throat> Max update. He he sent us a DM on Instagram. Uh, Did he slide into our DMs? <laughs> that sounds so dirty. I don't know. He sent us a DM. Uh, he goes, will any of you be at the Bills game? I opened... This was for the Green Bay Packers game. I opened it at halftime. Because oh, no. I don't get like alerts. Because yeah. I was like, someday we'll be popular and we'll get all these alerts. So I have them turned off on my phone. So I was like, hey man, none of us are there. <laughs> so Sorry. Sorry. And he, he texted me back later, messaged me back, and was just like, oh, man, we had a blast. He loved the Bills game. I don't know. I'm going to bring it up right now. But it was very funny because I was like, Rob and I at least, I, I think Randy's going to one of these games, but we're going to be going to, like, four. the final four home games. And playoff games. Be wild to meet him at a Bills game. <laughs> That'd be, be so fun. funny. And That's I so just cool. was like, I opened it during the Bills game. I was like, this is funny. Because I was like seeing who liked my post of my children saying "Go Bills." <laughs> I liked it, but like super late. I always like it two days after the game. But uh, yeah, Max coming out to the Belo, watching some Bills football. Although you said that he is, do we think he's a Green Bay fan, Andy? Uh, yeah, he lives in Chicago though. So as he said, if he wasn't leaving town for the holidays, he would definitely be at Bears Bills in Chicago. It's like Christmas Eve. Yeah, okay. That's a tough. That tough is ass. a tough game. So let's uh, let's shift gears to the uh, the ketchup, Randy. What is new in in your life? Um, speaking of switching gears, 
I didn't know you were going to switch to me. Rob, what is new in your life? My catch-up is pretty lame. Um, we recently had former listener and former Our Song spoofer, Heather, who did... Heather and, and a bunch of our college friends who did their own version of our theme song. Heather was in town for a, a 40th birthday party that was like a, a costume themed. And so she came to town and Randy, Heather and I went out to brunch at the Old Stone Tavern. And it was awesome. Um, it's a great place. Really good food. Like really good food. Pretty reasonably priced. A lot of TVs. So we were able to watch some football. And it wasn't really that crowded. I mean, it, it was it was popular, but it wasn't like slammed, which was really nice. Randy, what do you think of that place? I, I've been there a few times. I love the Old Stone Tavern. Uh, I think their food is so good. It's just really good bar food that they kind of put a little twist on some of it. We got all brunch food, so everything had eggs in it that we ate. Yeah. Um, a little overloaded on eggs, but we ended up getting like uh, – the poutine with eggs. We got a breakfast pizza with eggs. We got breakfast tacos. Breakfast taco with eggs, and then we got something else with eggs, didn't we? Um, just eggs. Did we just order eggs? Eggs with a side of eggs. Eggs with eggs. It was a lot of Whites eggs and yolks. <laughs> well, the problem was, oh, we got no. It wasn't with eggs. It was the um, honey biscuits and fried chicken. Oh yes, yes. But so the the. Pizza was like a 10-inch personal pizza. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's kind of small. Maybe we should get four things for the three of us. And when we ordered it, the guy's like, that's a lot of food. Like, that's going to be like way too much food for you guys. But it turned out to be just the right amount of food, I think. Yeah. It, it took me this long to figure out how to look at messages. On <laughs> so the Max update, I saw his message from Saturday at 6 p.m. at a. 11 p.m. after the oh Bills gosh, game. I was already in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he did say that he made a trip to Rochester and had another Dogtown plate and sent me a picture, which is funny. He just went the next day. Okay. Uh, but that was just kind of funny. I can't nice. believe he was in, in town. It's very funny. We will meet him in person someday. Either when we're in, we're in uh, Chicago town or when he's up here. Hey, in about two years, I think I'm planning a Chicago trip for all of us. It's going to be in. fun. We got a big vacation coming up next year. All inclusive? It could be. <laughs> I'll just pocket so much money. Right on the river. All right, cool. The diet green. So, Andy. Oh, I do have one more item for the catch-up that is very silly. doesn't have to do with my life at all, really. But I was, too silly. Too silly. I was driving to work. I'm behind a red Jeep. And you know how, like, sometimes, um, like, minivans have, like, those little stickers of, like, faces, like, of, like, the family on the back? Yeah. This... I work in an elementary school. Yeah, yeah you're I'm aware. familiar, Rob. This Jeep had five of those little faces, like on the left-hand <laughs> side of the windshield, but they were all different Deadpool heads. Beneath it was a full-size Deadpool sticker. All the way to the right of the car was another much larger Deadpool sticker. Red Jeep. I'm like, this? No other stickers. Just Deadpool. There's like I'm looking at like six Deadpool stickers. I'm like, this person really is into Deadpool. The red Jeep even is on brand. The red Jeep is matched color. I go to pass him on the left, another Deadpool sticker. So I didn't even see the right hand side of the car. It was Ryan Reynolds. It was there were at least eight Deadpool stickers, probably nine or more. <laughs> it 
it blew my mind. I'm like, this is the craziest <laughs> thing. I had to like put a note in my phone right then while I'm driving on 490 to remember how weird this was. So, so I guess my updates are: I had brunch and I saw a guy with a lot of <laughs> stickers on his car. So it's been pretty pretty cool. Is this cool. even ketchup material? I don't know. It sounds sort of like a plug. <laughs> I'll go next. I don't okay. know how I'll follow that. We got Laurel into a brand new like corner market store in Penfield called Quigley's. Have you guys heard of Quigley's? Only on the social media. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Did they message you and tell you that they were at the Bills game this past week? Yep. I got it late, though. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so uh, our friend Steph, fan of the pod, uh, never guest of the pod, doesn't even know we do a pod. I know you guys are looking at each other like, like that. Steph that I know? Yeah. <laughs> well, she has no idea that this is Friend went, is the host of the pod. Yeah. She went um, there and sent us a picture of Laurel's cookies there, and they look pretty good. Um and uh, yeah, Quigley's. I want to check it out. It's a cafe in Penfield. It used to be an ice cream shop, I guess, but it's not anymore. So we haven't gone there yet. But sweet. Just wanted to promote a little local <clears throat> local place. Now, Rob, sure. going back to what you said, I was following a car, a Hummer, yesterday. That's license plate said Negan, and they had a frame around it that said The Walking Dead. And I was like, who's <laughs> <laughs> so into this the number movie. one Negan fan in all of New York State lives yeah. in Rochester. Who I was knew? Like, this pretty like a niche like <laughs> character you love so much to make that. So. I even know I saw the first four episodes of the show and then stopped. I even know who that guy well, is. Even before that, I was like driving up and I saw it. I was like super so excited. The, guy with the bat. Yeah, he's a guy at the bat. I was super excited. I was like, oh, that says vegan. I'm going to take a picture for Laurel. Then I get closer. I'm like <laughs> Negan. <laughs> So I, that, I get it. What's that actor's name? Because when, when he was on the uh, show, they were like, oh, it's so-and-so. And I'm like, that sounds like a name Jeffrey I know. Dean Morgan. Yeah, I'm like, what is that guy from? Though? He it was <clears throat> the comedian in... Watchmen. Watchmen. Mm. Moore? What else was he in? Alan Moore wrote Watchmen. You are correct. Thank you. Yeah, that's a Moore, that's a Moore comic, right? I don't know if any of our fans will get that joke. I don't know if they're getting the whole first 10 minutes of this None show. of this is a joke. It's all true. <laughs> I thought we were still cut from when Randy was twisting the We haven't knobs. started yet, right? <laughs> Just waiting for Al. Okay, Andy, My catch ketchup. up. Um, let's see. I wrote down <laughs> other half. Okay. So on... Was it a week before Halloween? There was. Is this how you guys feel when you come to me for the ketchup and I have nothing to say? You literally said nothing and said back <laughs> to you, Rob. Oh, earlier. Now, I, yes. now I know how it this feels. This is how it feels. Right. I love it. I like when Randy gets a little mad at us and tries to be mean to us on the podcast, and then but it just comes off. As I try really to mean. Laurel's cheering. <laughs> I just try to like yeah. I try to preemptively bully you guys before you bully me. Never works. Not gonna happen. No. So. Other half, what was that, like two weeks ago, Rob, I think? Mm-hmm. So there was, other half was having their like Halloween fall celebration, fall festival or something like that. And so my wife and I took our boys, we went to the Pumpkin Palace, which is like a little farmer's market that they do up in the fall for a couple months. And it's like Kitty Corner. No, it's across the street from Other Half and across the street from Irish Mafia. So it's like Kitty Corner to some mobile station or something. But yeah. right at that, like, on the way to Bristol, south of Victor, uh, Bloomfield area. And we went to the Pumpkin Palace, and it was fun, and then we went over to Other Half, and it was like, we're having, we're in the midst of this insane weather run right now. It's been about four weeks of above temperature. It was like 74 and sunny today, 
the sun was like setting while I was on the playground with my students at school, but it was so hot and amazing. And every weekend has been beautiful for the past three weekends. So we went to other half. It was super crowded. There was people everywhere, but they have all this open space in the back and they have a little food truck and there's all these people and people bring their kids. There was a dog. Shout out to Carl dressed up as a hot dog. Carl. He had a participation bone for being in the dog costume contest. <laughs> we should put him on the Instagram. We probably should. Dressed up as a hot it's dog. It's an all-beef hot dog. That that qualifies for garbage plate adjacent. I feel like they shouldn't give out participation bones because it really makes the first place bone not as worth, worthwhile. Actually, enough. also, dogs would much rather... Rob visibly shaking his head at that joke. <laughs> it was such a bad joke, but I also loved it as much as I hated it. Well they done. give the first place dog a trophy, which they don't want, but they all just want dog bones. Anyways, it was an awesome, beautiful day. We ended up staying there from like... <laughs> Sorry. Oh my my pop filter. Don't speak in the mic without the pop filter. Well, so it, it popped. Guess what? So we, my wife and I stayed there until about sunset for like four hours. Rob was there. It was awesome it was there were so many people but it just didn't even feel crowded right rob it was beautiful well they have a huge lawn parking is insane that's the only real issue but it's such a giant lawn back there that you really aren't crowded yeah there was one issue with ordering food where things got kind of insane that was Um, late in the day rob had ordered a burger and things went south yeah took a long time waited for like an hour i got all my food on time it was delicious it was a good burger it was very good but um there's a guy behind me Basically, you went up. That it was like three people in a food truck just frantically cooking burgers. So I, I did feel bad for him. And there's a guy who's like three people behind me, and he had a whole family's worth of food. And I, I, so I went up, and I could see my ticket amongst all the tickets. I'm far to the right. I'm like the farthest to the right ticket. Said annoying guy. <laughs> well, I, well no, I didn't say anything, but the guy who was three behind me is like up in the window, like, oh, we're doing it, uh, number twenty-three, uh, and he's like just. Getting in their business. And so they basically got his entire family's order out. Just to quiet him. And I'm like just standing there like, come on, man. Like, I I was like, I ordered like 10 minutes before you. My ticket's right there. I didn't complain. I was trying to pump up a local business. Guess we're doing peeves now. Yeah, Rob jumps right down my throat. (sighs) And they're the worst. Skipping the pizza. We had so much fun that my wife and I went back again the next Saturday. We made other friends come join us again sunny 70 degrees amazing way less crowded no dogs dressed up which sucks well, there were dogs there though and we just had a great time again we found a table we hung out the kids brought like some games and stuff it was so much fun i'm gonna be there a lot next summer i think it's just a great yard kids can be loud and like run around and stuff it's really fun i'm sure if it was closer it'd be even more crowded but i i think it's got I know we say K2's got one of the best outdoor, but I think it's way half better. is way better. <laughs> it really is. It's awesome. I went to k just today, and it wasn't even outdoors. I was in a tent. <laughs> it's just yeah. a little bit out there for us, but again, it, maybe it would be so crowded you wouldn't want to go there yeah, if it was close. It was awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the reason we didn't go last weekend was because we did a little Niagara wine tour. Yes. With former guest of the show. No, your catch up is over, Rob. It is You've over. seated the floor. Yeah. But I won't talk it about it. It is still my turn. Because it's Andy's turn. You can turn, plug so. it later. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, and it was Halloween. And I had a great time with Halloween. My kids are four. And they finally were like, they liked it last year. But we did a whole block this year. And the funniest thing was they have they don't know what scary stuff is. They've like never been exposed to scary stuff. Because they don't have other, older siblings. Yeah. 
their viewing habits are pretty curated because it's mostly streaming stuff. They don't see a lot of commercials. I, they just watch commercials for like the one show that they we have to tape on cable. And it's just toy and candy commercials. So like we would we went to this one house. We're walking down the street and there's one house way down that has all these lights and stuff. And they're playing the Halloween music, you know, like dee 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 dee. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like that is inherently scary. Yeah. But they don't know what that is. And he's like, "Oh, my son Max, is like, I want to go to the house with the music." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and we get over there. Freddy Krueger shows up. They're like, "He's well, cool." Yeah, it's like a dude in the Michael Myers mask yeah. from Halloween, and he's like, where you know, his hair is straight up and crazy, and they're just playing that music. And there was like a husband wife team, and he was dressed up, and the wife, the wife didn't have a costume on, so like she approached my kids because they were little, and he like pulled the mask up, and they were very nice. And I'm sure with the older kids, they like scare him. But then, this was my favorite part of all of Halloween. We went to this house. It was pretty unassuming, just like a normal house, couple decorations. We ring the doorbell. Like I'm teaching my kids, like you ring the doorbell, then you ring the doorbell. This is what a doorbell is. They don't really know that stuff, and. We ring the doorbell and this guy, like I can see into the house a little bit. They're standing off to the side so the door doesn't hit him. And I was like, here comes this guy. He's like an older guy. He's moving slow. Oh, he's wearing a costume. He's got like a black kind of robe on. And he comes to the door and he's wearing just one of those masks that they sell at like Party City that's like in the scariest mask section. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not clown. It's like, it's almost like Death Eater adjacent from Harry Potter. Yeah, And it's just like, skull-ish super scary you've never seen it before it's not the scream mask and it has like twine curly hair in just random spots like falling down and this guy was like very old so he's moving slow and he just comes to the door and he doesn't say a word and he just tilts his head back and forth to the left and the right and I'm like frightened because <laughs> it's so creepy but Max my son he has no idea what's scary he just thinks this guy's wearing a costume and he goes trick or treat <laughs> and Teddy was actually scared and he just stood there like this and they just like kind of stared and Max finally broke the silence and the guy was like oh I like your costume and I was just like Dude, that was so scary. <laughs> he was just like tilting his yeah, head yeah. like 45 degrees to the left and then the right. And as we're walking away, Teddy goes, that was scary. <laughs> I was like, well, you handled it pretty well. You didn't like scream or cry. He had no idea what to do. It was so funny. so funny. And there's like another house with strobe lights and little ventriloquist dolls that are yeah. so creepy. And Max is just walking right up. He grabs a candy out of the bowl and stuff. I was like, this is insane. But I think they'll be, like, spoiled by next year to understand what scary stuff is. I was like, it's very innocent, very fun. We did a whole lap. They got a ton of candy. Nice. They ate as much as they could the first night, and they really haven't touched it since, which is funny. So we have, you know, it's extra candy season. I'm a Kit Kat man. Same. Yep. We had a, I had two, two quasi-minor funny Halloween interactions. Oh, the, this, the, the jersey one? This kid. That's so funny. This kid walks up. He's wearing, I'm wearing a Bills t-shirt. He's wearing... Chiefs everything like he has like everything he's wearing could you couldn't be more Chiefs than this kid I turned the corner into the doorway he must have been like eight and he looks at me goes oh no like just like but serious like oh, oh no. no like just like this oh the worst spit in my bag <laughs> yeah he was like so so like bummed out and I'm like eh. I go oh, I'm like, beat it kid I'm like ah eh, come here and then another kid was also alone probably a similar age and I opened the door and I go happy Halloween he goes Happy Halloween. And then I give him the candy and then he stops. He goes, trick or treat. Oh, oh, like just super awkward. Like, cause you just, it was out of order. Like I threw him off by saying happy Halloween first. And he just like 
walked away like in confused just awkwardness it was kind of funny do you want to hear a pretty sweet halloween story very yeah. very heartwarming for our listeners out there who take us you know to the heart uh kid came to my door i taught him in summer school probably four or five years ago pre-pando and everything and he's like oh he's like mr cree and he kind of forgets every year that i live in his neighborhood he's like oh how are you doing and I was like, good, buddy. How you doing? I go, you know, take take two or three. We don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. He's like, oh, good, good. He's like, ah. he's like, your dog's really cute. He's just like making small talk yeah. with me. And then I was like, all right, well, have a really good night. And he just goes, could I also have a hug? Oh, <laughs> my God. was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, of course, buddy. And his mom was there. Yeah, and yeah. I know his mom. And she's just like laughing. He's really cute. He's like, oh. Could I also have a hug? That's I was awesome. like, yeah, no problem. That is awesome. It was the cutest thing ever. I was like, awesome. oh my gosh. It was very funny. I loved it. Nice. All right, we are not following that. That was cool. Hold on, one Rob, more story. Rob wants to complain I can, about I can top it. I was driving behind this car. I had like Jesus. a lot of stick, but like different stickers. <laughs> they were all time. hugging each other, obviously. Oh, they were. It was oh, sweet. Should we talk about pizza? I guess so. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I think we all struggled with this round a little bit. Because I feel like yeah. these were really... We couldn't tell if they're all solid, if they're all not great. I think we settled on they're all pretty solid. Yeah. And everything had perhaps a flaw. Everything mm-hmm. had a strength. Yeah. I really struggled. I have requested ahead of time to go last, which, again, seems like it makes sense when you can't decide, but then you ultimately become the decider, so... Rob puts pressure on you. I think Rob seemed the most sure because I'm with you. I could I narrowed it down to two. I had trouble doing that. Still not sure what I'm going to pick. And two were similar because they were the same cut mm-hmm. and similar. Like they almost looked kind of like almost like to me like Chuck E. Cheese's pizza, where yeah. it's like this is a standard good pizza, and then the other one just it had a different slice cut. It was all interesting. Should we get? I guess we should get into it. Let's get all into right. it. So first up on the left of our. On your radio dial was Pudgies, mm-hmm. and then we had Guidas, and then we had Mazarinus. <laughs> I mean Marvin Mozzaroni's, and Mozzaroni's was a triangle cut, and then Guidas was like a half tray, kind of a half sheet pizza, probably the most well done crust underneath. Yeah, uh, I thought Mozzaroni's and Pudgies both had very good edge of the crust crust, like had that. I think it was maybe two episodes ago where we had some really good crackery bites of the edge of the crust. I thought they were both awesome crusts. Uh, Mozzaroni's looked like the most well done, like on the cheese side, like we've talked about those brown kind of bubbly, uh, well done cook. And Pudgy's was the least well done. It looked kind of like the whitish cheese wasn't quite quite in the broiler as long as I usually prefer. And Guida's, like we said, it was kind of charred on the bottom, and even the edge of the crust was charred, mm-hmm. almost like you see on a wood-fired pizza. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my first visual impressions. Do we want to? Do you guys want to talk more about that, or do you want to dive in? Do you agree with my assessment visually? I, I yeah, agree. I agree. <laughs> There's not much to add. I think that's you covered it. Yeah, and, and they all just kind of had standard pepperoni no no one was dealing with like cup and char or super thick or anything on those pepperoni halves would agree so do we want to start by talking about pudgies Let's so pudge it up randy pudge. did you share your pudgy story from last week or pudge street my pudge street no not yet so last week i uh went to pudgies just because it was on the way home i as i was driving by i looked through the window saw they had some slices so i stopped grabbed a slice and a cheesy garlic stick 
Um, and then I got into the car in the parking lot and I was so hungry. I just started eating it in the parking lot and then drove home. I know it's not safe, but I ate it as I drove home. And Gosh, we're going to get so many letters about this. It was so good. And I forgot that we were still going to do pudgies. Like I was just <laughs> so excited that I, I didn't know. I was like, well, we have to do pudgies now. Um, the garlic stick like made like a, like a, like a squishy Don't sound. Don't ever do that again. In oh. your, but it was like <laughs> a delicious our podcast, man. <laughs> and the slice was like it reminded me of like old school Pizza Hut, like the buttery crust of the slice. Uh, I made it about I'd say eight to ten minutes on the way home, and I had finished it, and I was still hungry, and it was so good that I turned around and went back and got another slice and garlic stick. So that's how much I loved it. I was you know really pumping it up for this pod um pudgies does not have eden and i went that night and i went it wasn't that busy i went around nine o'clock that night tonight i went to buy it around 5 30 or no 6 15 it was mobbed um they do good business there they churn people in and out very quickly and they do have a bunch of different types of slices there also and this is this was one of your choices right for your bracket but it was just closed that time we did it yeah i think so i probably went to pudgies when I was a kid, and I don't even remember. I just remember the big orange awning, and that's what I remember about it because it's close to Aranaquate. So, yeah, I think this was one of, like, the local places. Um, I'd be curious. You guys know I loved it. I'd be curious to hear what you guys heard. This was in my top two for sure, but it's still I'm not sure what I'm going to go. So, Rob, what do you think? So we went to – I remember Pudgies from a while ago. Our friend Joe um, lived – I think his house was near there. So we. I went to Pudgies – Maybe when we were still like living at home back when we were in like college almost. So it was a long time ago. The first time I had it, I liked it. If I were to describe it, it does, as Randy described it to us, almost has that like personal pan pizza where a couple of the slices of the cheese went all the way to the crust, but it wasn't like a distinct, like big, thick, dry crust. It's like moist all the way to the edge. And so like you kind of just eat the slice to the very end and there's no like... You guys are like Handle. describing this pizza place with the sticks and pizzas having like a wet, sloppy <laughs> crust. But but it's, I could make a sound for that. It's no, no, <laughs> kindly no. Uh, there is a like you. What I understand what you're describing. I think it's more like a greasy, buttery than wet. You know what I mean? But like, did I say wet? No. But I okay. said that. Okay. But it sounds like that's what you're describing. Yeah, we're going to have to rate this episode R. But it's, yeah, there's like a buttery, but that's what gets you that crispy, crackery edge of the crust, too, which was really good on this mm. pizza. It just sounds funny the way you're saying it, but it is a good thing. I just want to be clear we're describing that. But it's how they shape it, too, though, because like usually you get that crust that's like almost like a knob, like a handle. This we one. Had, we had one of those last time. <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. But this. It, they don't really shape it like that. It's almost like flat all tapers the way to the out. end. It tapers, and then the cheese just goes right to the end. And that's a different style, but it's it's pretty good, I thought, the crust. Um, I thought the sauce was okay. I thought the cheese was pretty good, but I liked the experience of eating it. It had little, like, almost like little divots or, uh, like, recesses in the bottom of the crust. And, again, it wasn't overdone. It was almost like that old-school Pizza Hut where it's, like, buttery. And I think those are kind of air bubble-related, yeah. too. Because definitely there were some deflated air bubbles on the top, which can be right. fun if they're yeah. not too dry. It, so it was – I love the crust. I have to say that. That's, like, the probably my highlight from them. I'm kind of – I'm big <laughs> – my nose was really thinking about the uh, – the soup pizza description <laughs> from last week, which we we kind of pigeonholed as maybe onion powdery, 
when we opened the boxes, I gave them all a big smell. And this one had sort of like a, a soup pizza adjacent smell, but it did not come through on the taste. Mm-hmm. But it definitely had that in there. So I, there, there must have been something like that. So I wrote soup smell, did not come through. It was the least cooked, good crust, crunchy on the edges. It had sort of, of the three, I thought it had like the freshest sauce in a way that it was like less sweet tomato pasty and more like, Fresh tomatoey, and I'm not like, saying this like was a bright like, sauce, yeah, almost. brighter, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> more notes about soup not coming through. Uh, I thought the roni kind of brought it together. At first, I didn't love it, and then when I had I had a cheese piece first, and then a pepperoni slice second. I thought that kind of made it come full circle because it gave it more of that. Uh, that I might be using it wrong, but like more of that umami, like kind of richer flavor along with that brighter sauce. I think it needed, for me, it needed the pepperoni and that made it a better slice. It was kind of standard cheese. I've been keying in on the amount of cheese on pizzas after my TK's awakening a couple rounds back. Uh, and it was just a standard amount, but it wasn't really overly cooked, which I love. I like a little bit more of a well-done cheese. But I enjoyed it. I agree that these are all good pizzas. And I think I had the hardest time in this round deciding what my favorite is. And I legitimately may still be undecided right now at the moment. So for me, I agree with everything you guys say. It, so not to, not to confuse the cornicion with the crust or the bottom. I think we're pretty much talking about like the dough on the bottom of the pizza right is that what you guys are talking about what sloppy wet crust yeah yeah <laughs> soaking wet it wasn't like i've had doughy pizza but it didn't have that doughy sense as much it's different yeah it was it that's that was my favorite part of the pizza i agree i think it could use a little more cheese um it was definitely a little light on the cheese and even the sauce i thought it like you said annie it it tasted fresher i loved it but probably could have used a little bit more sauce also i think for me Give it two minutes in the high broil just to char that yeah. top a little bit. Yeah, that could have worked too. The underside so, was fine and the crust was good. It was just that the dough and everything was so buttery and good to me. I, I loved that part. So I think if you took, room for impu- improvement. I think if you, you could make a Franken pizza that would destroy all other competition between these three places if you picked like the strength of each one and created this amazing and super s- pizza. Speaking mean, of these other pizzas... Technically, we, we talk mean about Guidas? Franken Pizza's monster, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, you're season. right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Frankenstein was the doctor. Um, the chef, in this case, I guess. Let's um, go, Guidos. Guidas. Guidensteins. Um, so, oh, Randy, come on. It's not that kind of podcast. Jeez. Anyways. So, Guida's was kind of my go-to pizza place when I first moved to this area. Um, I used to go there all the time. They had the whole one cool thing where they give you like these little dollar coupons every time you order. I have a giant stack of them. I Guida's forgot they, bucks. Yeah, Guida's bucks. I kind of forgot they existed. And so, when I went there, I didn't use my giant stack. And I got yet another Guida's <laughs> buck. So, probably can get a whole pizza next time. Uh, but it, it's good. I, I didn't never like their wings that much because they have this sauce that's more barbecue uh, adjacent, which I know Andy enjoys. Uh, but their subs are incredible. They have these like the Schwartzkopf and just these really incredible the chicken buckaroo, chicken buckaroo. 
um, which I think you could turn into pizzas. Yeah, they they use, that's what I remember Guidas as because you guys kind of lived around this neighborhood. A lot of people, and yeah. we would order, and the, and the friends of the pod, Pat and Silky Chris, would always be like Schwarzkopf pizza or this pizza. Yeah, we'd always get it. And it was like they would always just like sprinkle lettuce on. I'm like, what was lettuce doing on that pizza? I'm like, it doesn't have to be that authentic to the <laughs> sub, but. That was my history was all those specialty pizzas and maybe the occasional cheese and pepperoni slice. But it, they would they cook those same half trays, yeah. but they cut them in triangles. So you get like these really long slices. Yeah. And the pizza we got was cut into squares, like 12 squares or whatever. Yeah. Randy? Yeah, I mean, every time I've been to Guida's, I usually get the huge monster slice. And this was completely different to me. Um, like you said, it was like half squares. So, totally different experience than usual. Yeah, I, lo- I love those those subs though. That chicken buckaroos is just like a chicken finger sub, basically. But I love that sauce. Rob and I talked about it. He's like, ah, I'll get a couple. We'll dip the crust in. But they have this weird thing where they have they make like traditional buffalo sauce, and then they call their barbecuey hot sauce house buffalo. So I was like, Rob, house buffalo. You got to get house buffalo. I even texted him. So he goes, he orders house buff- house buffalo, and the guy's like. Do you want mild or hot? And so this throws Rob for a loop, as it as it should, because I did not specify. So it's like, uh, Andy probably doesn't want like two spices; he gets mild. So he's <laughs> Rob comes back. He's got this tower of three sides wrapped in foil, and I'm like, oh sweet, we're all gonna have this delicious sauce. He opens it up. Two of them are bright orange. They're just like regular mild buffalo sauce. And he goes, here's the one you wanted, and it's just barbecue sauce, which isn't Rob's fault. But is that their buff house buffalo mild or is it just barbecue and they screwed up? It was it was funny. I'm like, why would anyone want just barbecue sauce with their pizza? So well, I've, I've always called my barbecue sauce house buffalo right. mild. Um, so sorry about that. The names are just confusing. They should call it like Guida's hot and Guida's mild. Yeah, you know, house buffalo versus traditional buffalo is confusing. But anyways, will, their wing sauce was good though. It, we did it dip was a little in that. The mild sauce, very was like buttery. Franks. Yeah, together, we're into right? the butter tonight. All right, pizza. Let's get to it. Guidas, half a sheet, good char on the crust. Yeah. Well cooked through, probably the most well cooked, maybe even a little too firm on that dough on the bottom. Definitely cooked like not on a pan, definitely right on that kind of floured surface, I think. Um, Pudgy's had that more of a pan feel to it. And Mazarinus later. That was cooked definitely on one of those mesh pizza trays. Oh. You could see the crisscross on the bottom. So different different undersides for sure. Um, I thought that the cheese was kind of like sagging towards the middle because it had a little bit of a puffy crust. My first bites of the cheese pizza were really good. And I thought that the cheese tasted a little different than just a standard mozzarella. Like maybe there was a little cheddar or Provolone. something mixed in. A different cheese flavor was mixed in there for sure. You agree, Rob? I think it was a higher quality of cheese than the little other Monterey cheeses. Jack. Maybe. Something. It, I don't know if it's a different cheese necessarily, but I I think it was a higher quality mozzarella. Yeah, it was. It, it definitely was thicker in the inside and the middle pieces than it was towards the crust. It really thinned out, and even the edges of that crust did have sort of that actual char, actual burn. Randy, thoughts on Guidas? I thought the taste was great. I thought that bottom underside was too chewy and tough for me. Like I almost had to rip it with my teeth. Um, you said well done. When I looked at the bottom, I I agree it was more well done, but it didn't. It wasn't burnt at all. Like it no. looked just like flour, 
flowered, colored, you know, what you'd normally see. It was just, it was, it was too like tough for me. This was my third place. I guess I'll say that. And now. we we've talked about a couple of these pizza places where like Mark's and one other one that week where it was like undercooked on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily even think that was bad. I think that I loved the taste of my first few bites of the Guidas, but that crust was so cooked through. It's like when you cook a chocolate chip cookie and you don't, you know, you, you like that little undercook a little bit in the middle. It gives you that chewiness. If you cook it all the way through, it still tastes good, but it's like dry and crunchy. And that's kind of what the inside of this crust was. It was just a little too well done on the bottom for me. Yeah. And I liked those bites and I liked the cheese. Probably the best cheese. The, t- the taste was, I mean, the taste was phenomenal. Nothing wrong with the taste. So I'm actually glad this one might have been a little overcooked because it made it a little bit easier to decide. I'm sure that doesn't always happen. And I'm sure, you know, when I've had the big slices, it's never happened with yeah. the huge slices. So just happened tonight. Rob, other thoughts on Guidas? I loved it. I mean, it, it, it was... My favorite of the three, so because Randy already dropped his least favorite, least sure. favorite. I'm gonna say Randy it was it was right my favorite um, because all of those other elements were so strong. So I didn't mind that. You're absolutely right. The crust was chewy. It did have a little bit of that char in the bottom, almost like a wood fired pizza. But I, the sauce was so good. The cheese was a higher quality. And then I wasn't sh- after the after I had all the cheese slices. I wasn't sure. Once I had a pepperoni piece. The pepperoni, to me, combined with all those other elements, made it like the perfect bite. Whereas mozzarellas, which we're going to head to in a minute, when I had a pepperoni piece, that actually made me like it less, which is very rare. Like for for whatever reason, the, the it's almost like the pepperoni of the guidas brought it all together. Which and, is what I said about the last pizza, which and, is funny. <laughs> but then the mozzarellas almost made it distinct and made me like the sauce. It almost like called attention to what I didn't like about mm-hmm. the sauce. So I don't know if the, the pepperoni was necessarily different from Guida's to any other place, but for whatever reason, it had a good spice to it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I would agree about the flaw of the crust. To me, that just wasn't enough to sure. to sink it. I don't know. All right. Well, that brings us to Mazarinus. I got to say, Marvin Mazzaroni's is a funny name. Yeah. I kind of like it. I like the mozzarella word mix. <laughs> mozzarella. It makes pepperoni. me, and I, it's been around Rochester for so long, but it definitely came out of nowhere. Also, like it hasn't been around Rochester since I was a kid. Like, like I don't even know maybe? the history of this. Yeah, but like, then boom, they popped up. up. Yeah, they popped up all over the place. So I think yeah. the one on Park Ave is gone now because okay. I looked it up. It wasn't on their website, and so I went to the one by Seabreeze. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's kind of funny or interesting too how like there were a lot of weeks where all the pizza boxes looked like identical and this week it's like we've got a bright orange a bright yellow and then a rectangular box like yeah. they all were very well, different some the branding is strong this week yeah, yeah some of them just said pizza or didn't even say pizza yeah. on them these all definitely were their yeah. own boxes and so that means they're like basically chains like Guidas has three Used to be four, I think, or is it maybe just two now? I don't, I don't know. I know they still have the one at Hegedorn's up in Webster, which famously the Jersey Shore cast went to Guidas. I was gonna say Top Chef. They called they themselves really? Guidas and Guidas and stuff. And there was like on the show at some point or something, or like it was a news story that well, they were here. And they're, they're my number one now. Guidas. 
That's it. Yeah, you love Snooky. Bumped right? him out. <laughs> More of a situation. Sorry, you've the met, situation. You met guy. the situation, right? I met him. Yep. Who's and last, he was eating pizza. Whose last name <laughs> is Sorrentino? Famous pizza place in Amherst. Oh, Rob and I stopped. It's true. Came full circle. Famously, I ate there after every home football game, and we beat Rob, and we went to Sorrentino's. No big deal. No one has any evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, mozzarellis. Oh, my pizza at mozzarellis was twenty four bucks. How much did it cost at Guido's? A little less than twenty. It was like nineteen twenty. But then all these sauces threw it up to like oh twenty. Gosh. All the wrong ones. Twenty six, but that included Oof. the that included the three garlic sticks. Wait, we didn't even mention. We'll talk about those yeah. after. I don't know what it was. So, about that. so probably like twenty two ish. Yeah. Okay, mozzarellis. It can't. Oh, go ahead. I I was just gonna say. We'll say it then, Randy. <laughs> I liked it. I liked mozzarellis a lot. There wasn't much wrong with mozzarellis for me. Um, Great input. Thanks, Randy. Crunch. <laughs> it was good. Crunchy crust uh, and good amount of cheese. The sauce was dark and tasty. Um, it had a good crust afterwards that you could dip into that hot buffalo or whatever it's called from Guido's. I think it was their standard Guida regular buffalo sauce. Mild. Medium mild. I liked mozzarellis, which is surprising because I've gotten their slices there a couple times, and their slices were, and maybe, I mean, this was years ago, they were huge, and they were, like, floppy, and they just didn't really hold together very well. But this this one was good. What do you guys think? I thought it was okay. Um, I did like the crust. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> just funny the way you I thought it was all right. Um, I said nice crust, dark spots on the cheese, well done, nice yeasty flavor to the dough, good salt. Didn't love the sauce, and for me, the sauce is kind of everything. The cheese was the cheese flavor was good; it was fine. Uh, I, I the sauce to me was a little too sweet. I got pasta sauce vibes. Yeah, and it was just standing out. And I like a sweet sauce, but it wasn't the like same depth. It didn't have depth yeah. of flavor. Um, you know, in Christmas Vacation, the movie, when they have that beautiful turkey and they cut it and it just goes, Psss, and it's like overcooked and dry and terrible. Yeah, that's what this cheese was like to me. It looked perfect. It it had that char, but it was like it wasn't thick enough. It was just barely covering it. It just wasn't there for me. And so, I mean, it was evenly cooked. the The crust was great. There were bites that I enjoyed, and I thought the pepperoni was better than the cheese. Um, but I think I said earlier, like it almost reminded me of like a Chuck E. Cheese or a Domino's, just kind of like a, a regular pizza. But again, if I just had this at a party, I'd be all for it. Oh, I enjoyed for sure. it. I would, for sure. I would eat a lot of it. Um, but having discussed all these now, I think it's given me a little clarity in having spoken about it. I think I know my rankings now. Okay. Should we rank? Rank it up. All right. Well, we did Guida's. Rob said Guida's was his number one. Mm -hmm. Randy said Guida's was his number three. And for me, it was number two. Uh Uh-oh. This has all the makings of a three-way tie. There you go. Um, This is a new way of doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But I like it. How about Pudgies? Randy, where does Pudgies rank for you? Um, I'm gonna go Pudgies too. I liked. I actually like Mozzarellis the best. I think I gotta what? default. Oh to that. my gosh! Oh my gosh! I picked Pudgies number one. <laughs> no. 
and I picked Mazzaroni's third. Is this legit a three-way tie? <laughs> well, it depends to Rob. Well, I picked Pudgy's third. It is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I picked Pudgy's as second. No, oh, there you go. And then I picked Whew. Mazzaroni's third. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is a tight race, though. As it we was predicted, tight. Yeah. Pudgy's with a first place and two second places is the winner. Man, if they just cook it a little longer next time. I didn't love the sauce. Which one? Mozzarini's? Pudgies. Well, I'm saying if they, because they're going to make it to the next round. If they just actually cook the top a little more, I'd be like really on board. Guida's was second place with a first, a second, and a third. And Mozzarini's got a a first place vote and two thirds. Rob, but we we remain sort of in lockstep. It must be that Buffalo upbringing. Like, we're pretty close on a lot so of those. So, Andy, roads. you keep comparing. I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and I love Domino's pizza. So <laughs> and you love mozzarella. that's part of it. <laughs> Every time. Well, think about I'm, it. Like, those pizzas have, like, a little sweeter sauce, but it's not super intense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's inoffensive pizza, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, like, Guida's... I mean, the taste was awesome. I could not vote for it with that crust, though. That crust was like really like I'm biting and chewing. I think it. if it was but cooked if the, a little if it was lighter, better. That could have been number one for me. Too. Honestly, I just couldn't do it with this one. They're known. I remember from past years, though. Like that's, that's kind of how thing. their crust is. It's yeah. just a chewier crust. It's it's a carnivore's crust. You know, man. Just get those canines you know, out. Start ripping bread. <laughs> carnivores <laughs> completely if, overcooked bread. If yeah. you want to picture eating the uh, the flesh of an animal, but you're eating pizza, that's where that's that's what, your place. That's it. All of these were good though. Like yeah, I thought they were all good. There you have it. They were all good. Pudgies moves it. on. Pudgies moves so on. So we have, and we're gonna. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't really focus too much on this rob was like it we were we were at that k2 brewery earlier and we we're just talking like we got to get this plan sorted for tonight like what are we doing we got to get we we couldn't do we we said okay ken's we were going to do ken's did we talk about this we didn't earlier right we were going to do ken's because pat had been talking about it he'd been ordering ken's for a lot of the bills games and so we went over to pat's house and we had ken's and rob and i just deemed it not worth having. I'd rather get somewhere new that I've never had than include Ken's. And the big thing is, Ken's is delivery only. The, the East Side Ken's or whatever. And, and but like they have a just, small radius also. Yeah, so, so we couldn't not... get it delivered here. And we weren't going to go sit in our friend Pat's lawn to wait for it. So we're like, alright, we know it's hard to get and we had it and we weren't really like blown away. So sorry to Ken's. I would eat it every single time at a party. We like a lot of these pizzas. It was just kind of like standard good pizza. We talked about this beforehand. I had it within the past year. Buffalo chicken pizza. I thought it was phenomenal. We're not doing specialty pizzas, so we um, also liked the chicken bacon ranch. Was the was best good. thing we ordered probably at the pizza yeah. party. Yeah. So I'm on board with you guys. I haven't had their cheese, but let's let's move it on. Hey, you know, uh, let us pick it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, moving on. Um, so, speaking of moving on, we're going to do one more with three pizzerias. Do you know which the three you want to do, Rob? We got a couple on our list, yeah. Yeah, we got a couple more we're going to squeeze in. And then that side of the bracket's just going to have four pizzas in the semifinals instead of three. Just because we love pizza, I guess. We do. Uh, do we want to do the tasting thing that you brought, Randy? What do we call that? Did flavor you want to talk town? about the garlic sticks real quick? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's like our separate flavor town. 
if you have another order of garlic sticks in this bag, I'm going to go nuts. I should have done it. it I was, didn't know there was only three in there. Had it, I known, I probably would have gotten two orders. It was the best thing we had the whole night, for yes. sure. It was amazing. Yep. Think of the best cheesy breadsticks you've had at Pizza Hut or Domino's, which, to me, Pizza Hut in like the 2000s and late 90s, that's the gold standard of cheesy breadsticks. These were as good. Very garlicky. The, the reason they're so good is I don't think they have a good sauce. And so you get rid of that sauce that I don't like, and you instead put like garlic butter on there, and that's amazing. You, I've gotten Pizza Hut recently a few times, more than a few times, and I've <laughs> o- I always get their breadsticks, and they're not as good as they used to be. They're almost drier and Do you harder. get cheesy breadsticks or just the original? I go the original. Oh, I've gotten the cheesy problem. ones, which are awesome too, but I, I used to love the original ones, and they're just a little drier. These were... Listen, they're not part of the competition. You got to go to Pudgy's and get their Grandy sticks. Cheesy breadsticks are why I lived in Genesee Hall sophomore year. Because freshman year, there was a Pizza Hut Express at Letchworth Dining Hall at Geneseo. And you thought it'd be their sophomore year. And it was not their sophomore year, and I was, like, devastated. We were just talking about this at work because a bunch <laughs> of us went to Geneseo. I was like, we all moved to the other side of campus, and they take the Pizza Hut out of there. So crazy. Unbelievable. I would have spent a fortune there. All right, Flavortown. Flavortown. Do you want us to so, close our eyes? Yep, close doing? your eyes. Now, here's the thing. I've had these in my apartment for two weeks, and I've they- almost eaten them. Oh, wow. Are they fresh baked goods? Are they going to be super <laughs> stale? Are you Just open oil? the bag. They should be fresh. I'll give you guys a couple chips each. Oh, chips. Oh, we know they're okay. chips. Well, okay. You'll, I mean, you'll be able to tell, I hope. There's so much noise going on here. What is happening? I have not tasted them yet either. I thought you said just a second ago that you've eaten almost all of them. No, <laughs> I wanted to. That's weird. It's like a standard chip. Sweet. With sweetness. And salt, really salty, though. <laughs> Tastes like it has like some something you'd find in a science lab. like Yeah, like it's like there's a, a weird. It's, there's like orange or something, like citrusy. Oh, then it gets bad. The aftertaste is very, really bad. is very bad. It's like soap. Can I open my eyes? I mean, I can look at, they're just chips. You can look at just the chips. I'm going to say you will never guess this, but these are gross. They're I'm good wrong. at first. I'm guessing it is, yeah, they're good for one second. It's probably one of the Lay's because these are thin, these are Lay's style Is chips. it salty? Not cr- Lay's. Salty? I can tell you the no? brand. You want to know the brand? Is it salty creamsicle? Sure. Clancy's. Salty creamsicle. That's salty what it tastes like. Creamsicle with like rotten. Would vegetables. you like a couple more? No, no. not at all. There's enough aftertaste and like chip residue on my teeth that I could sort of so taste wh- it. But they're not going to make salty creamsicle, right? So it's probably something weird like Guys, coleslaw or something. Bizarre. You will never guess. This. Well, now we have great, to try. Great category. Never. <laughs> You're supposed to get things we can guess. Well, had it tasted like this, I would have assumed you would guess. Is it a flavor that seems weird or a flavor that you would... It's a weird flavor, but I mean... Is it anything like what we taste? No. Knowing what it is? I'm not tasting anything. Maybe the very bad part of it. (laughs) Okay, just Rotten fish. Just tell us, I guess. On me. Beer. I get it. I kind of get it. Beer? They're very bad. It Very like orange. It did taste like citrus. And just in Give case you were curious. Is it a citrusy IPA? I'm having more. Oh my gosh. Crazy, right? Very loud on the microphone. <laughs> just... I get it. It 
It doesn't taste like beer, but I know what they're trying to do. The bitterness, maybe, yeah. afterwards? It's like a hoppy... But it's gross. Very gross. <laughs> what the heck? And then every once in a while, it kind of tastes like bubble gum for a split second. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's such a weird mix of flavors. Oh, it's awful. Whatever you do, don't buy these. They're the worst. At- Guys, best flavor town ever. Oh my gosh, I'm going to yak. This is bad. Ugh. I feel like Clancy's knew that, but they're like, people are going to buy it because it yeah. says beer on it. Somehow knowing that their beer... Everybody has a podcast where they taste weird stuff. <laughs> Somehow knowing that their beer makes me like them even less than I did before. Because it's just dumb. So, I like Salty Creamsicle better. So Laurel Laurel found these. I didn't know. She just bought them when she saw them. So <laughs> I love going home and being like, I'm like Laurel. Flavor Town. Horrible. She's like, really? No, she won't. She'll... Guess oh. this was pretty bad. It was. It's so. It still tastes bad. I know. Now. I need to get a drink. Let's end this podcast. You need a beer. <laughs> I need a beer. <laughs> a I got some chips for you. Uh, I mouthwash chips. You can eat if you want. Peeves and plugs. Peeves mm-hmm. and plugs. Beer chips. Peeve. I've got two plugs. Um, so two plugs, no peeves. Uh, my one plug is. This girl on Instagram who like rescues bees. Have you seen the bee girl? I forgot what her actual like handle is, but she just she has this really soft, funny voice, and she's like, and then I save the bees. And she just goes around to like different places where bees have just taken over, and she just like jumps in with like bare hands and like, and then I found the queen, and I put it in a clip, and then I saved the bees. Her voice is super weird. But she's always just rescuing bees, and it's very enter- It's insane to watch. She's just covered in bees like all the time. But she's just how much bee rescuing can you do in one area? I don't get a it. ton. She's well, she's like an Insta- like she's Instagram famous. Like I've heard about it from other places. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll post something. She's she's very good. And then I'm also watching. She's very good. <laughs> she's very good at rescuing the bees. Um, Top Chef Houston, which is a year old, but it's if you haven't seen it yet. It's a, it's a decent season. There's still some like COVID restrictions, but my favorite part about the show... I refuse to watch it. Andy Holmes. COVID restrictions. <laughs> There's one guy on the show. So the cast, they're all really like nice. Like they're not, no jerks on there. They're all very talented. There's one guy who is suffering from like taste. He has no taste buds and he's on Top Chef. And so he can't like, he can't really, he has no sense of smell and he just like he tells the camera he's like I can't tell anyone else though and so throughout the season he'll make these like little comments like little asides like if only I could taste this or like he'll just make comments and be like give this a try and he'll taste it like and then like look at the camera and like you know like (laughs) you can't taste it but no one else knows and it's just constant it's very funny how they just pepper these little these little comments that he makes like (laughs) oh no I can't taste this what am I gonna do and uh sounds fake He's, he's, I mean, he's doing pretty well for the fact that he can't yeah. taste, but it, a lot of that stuff's it's like temporary. It, it'll eventually come back. Yeah. But, uh, the funny thing, I mean, not the funny thing. The thing is, is a lot of the competitions are team things. So you'll see him like make something. He'll be like, oh, hey, what, what do you think? Is there too much salt in this? And he'll just like have his teammate taste <laughs> there, it. There's no salt at all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I'll put, I'll put yeah, some more in. Too. But he, he's my favorite uh, guy just because of that predicament he finds himself in. And it, I'm only a little bit in, but worth watching if you like Top Chef. Rain Man? 
Um, there is a cocktail making show on Netflix. I think it's Netflix or Hulu, and I'm just trying to find the name of it. Uh, that's actually pretty entertaining because... The first time Randy recommends a show and I actually watch it. Is it Cake did not get watched? No, really? <laughs> it's still on there, though. You can still watch it. I don't think they've taken it off yet. Cocktail show Hulu. Just searching. Are we just... Um, are we podcasting Randy just Google searching things? Yeah. Um, cool stuff. Drink Masters on Netflix. So they have a bunch of mixologists this coming. This sounds fun. And they all, like the episode I watched, they pair up and they have like whatever you want at the bar, you know, in the competition area to make all these drinks with. And the drinks look friggin' awesome. And they do like the set, all your senses. So some of them are like putting smoke in the drink somehow and they're like putting other different things in them and it's an awesome show because the drinks look phenomenal but when the judges come around i just noticed about this episode they like take a sip and there's not much you really can explain about a drink it's not like food kind of like so, pizza so they say like <laughs> maybe two descriptors and then they move on to the next one i'm like yeah, i, I want to hear more but i don't know is there you really can't say much about drinks because there's not much to it um, but I mean, these guys are talented. Like these are really cool drinks. So they probably cost like thirty dollars at a bar if you ever ordered it. But still, look good. good. Uh, okay, plugs for me. We got Saucy Chef the other night. I've plugged that place a million times. It's so good. We we loved it. You can order. We ordered two entrees uh, and had fed my entire family, and we had leftovers. It was awesome. So that place is great. And then uh, other half, of course, I have to plug that again. I loved it. And then I got a new roof, and I was really annoyed to get a new roof, but I liked the people who did it. So I'm going to plug Northside Roofing and Contracting. They're like over in Fairport where I live. We got uh, estimates from a bunch of places. We liked the people. They did a great job. They did the whole thing in two days, and we're out of our hair already. So... I enjoyed their work, and they even made a mistake, and they're going to be fixing it. They, Someone stepped and kind of put a hole in our ceiling, and they're sending someone out next week to repair it. So I liked it. It was good. And then I already talked about Succession. I said I was watching that. We are now to season three, Rob. We're very excited. Mm. That's the last season. Or the, the, la- most the most, recent, most current season. And then the trailer for the fourth season just dropped. But it's like a, watching the episode... The end of Mad Men when they would preview the next episode, and it's a bunch of clips that tell nothing. Yeah, it's very so. I watched it and I was like, "Oh, interesting." I don't even know what happened in season three. I saw it too. It's yeah, very sparse. Yeah, it's good though. It's great show, and I've been enjoying that quite a bit. I have one more quick one. Sure, the show bar or the movie Barbarian is. I think it's a Netflix movie. Very good. It's a horror movie, but it's also like really funny. A um, couple jump scares, but it's it, it 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 makes you think when you're done, and there are so many twists. Like you really where it's going, I just had no idea. Like you're, I'm constant. I was constantly surprised while watching it, and afterwards you do think, and it it's just a it's a good movie. I think worth watching. So you know what I watched last night? Hmm. Like the first half of Fight Club, and I haven't <sighs> watched it in a long time. It's a it's good great. movie. Good movie. All right. I think that wraps this up. And uh, stay tuned for our final of the first round pizza episodes coming up probably in a couple weeks. So keep eating and talking and drinking.